Right, welcome back everyone to Fazlif's podcast, episode 38. I've got my special guest, Mark Fraz Thrasivolu, uh, and good friend uh, on today. Uh, so welcome, Mark. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, yeah, all good. Yeah, good. Um, good, man, good considering, man. considering the current circumstances. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, some good news for you as well. You get married later this year. Fantastic, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. So very, yeah, very exciting times. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And uh, and how old's Ruben now? He's two. So like, he's going to ah, be. Bless. He's, ne- he's nearly. He's nearly two and a half. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy times. Yeah, yeah. It's a good age. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, awesome. That that sounds great. I suppose they they don't really think about all this political stuff, do they? How, no, how, no. Has he has he sort of, you know. And I know with my with my nephew, my niece, they they don't even they've not even clocked what's going on. They're so young, they're no. similar age. No, no, it's it's quite it's crazy really because um, it, it, me and his mum are separated now. But um, fortunately, I, I kind of do two jobs. You see, um, my other jobs um, allow me to work from home. Nice. So actually, I'm I'm seeing Ruben a lot more than I normally would because of home based working. Because his mum's yeah. a nurse, you see, yeah. and. Um, it's really cool. So he's kind of like spending a lot of extra time with daddy. So it's, it's, um, he's, he can't, I think he's had a kind of sees it as a bit of an adventure, you know? I'm sure, I'm sure he's happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's loving it. Yeah. It's awesome. That's great. Um, so I thought we'd, um, kick off today and talk a little bit about, um, what, how's, how has PTing changed for you since all this is kind of cracking off? Um, yeah. what, what, if, what are the type of things you've been doing because I've been seeing on your Instagram you, you're making plans for clients so just kind of talk me through yeah. that yeah so it's obviously to be honest with you with you Faz I was, I was kind of um, expecting this to happen before it kind of did mm. um, and I think like when you, when you run your own business as you know yourself you, you kind of have to have sort of mitigation like contingency sort of plans in place just in case uh, situations like this arise. Um, so, I, I mean, I've been kind of broadening my horizons and, and, and doing a bit more online work uh, this past year um, and kind of like build, build upon that. Um, so what I've, what, I've, what I've managed to do is, is um, fortunately, a lot, a lot of my clients have actually, um, my face-to-face clients have actually said that they'd be happy to have sessions virtually. So That's kind of on, yeah. yeah, so kind of like as video calls, either whatever app you might want to use, sort of WhatsApp, FaceTime, uh, even Facebook Messenger, um, things like that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a fancy piece of software. Mm. So you can kind of do stuff with, uh, with whatever you've got for, as, a, as, a, as a free app on your phone, essentially. And, and what we've, we've kind of done is, is um, with, with, with my clients, I've, I've, I've designed them all kind of individualized, um, home-based programs uh which are progressive and kind of make the most of um a difficult situation mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna lie a, a lot of my clients have have um struggled with motivation this week mm-hmm. um since the the gym closures last friday um with it where i suppose we're approaching a week now well it's yeah. been a week today yeah um they were all very very um disappointed mm-hmm. um so it's not only, I'm sure with yourself, it's not only been providing them with physical programming support, which yeah. has been crazy because obviously we've had to work such short notice. And I'm sure you was the same as me. Um, you've probably been up all hours yeah. trying to get this program sorted. It was, um, yeah. yeah. You know, but, yeah. Also, but also provide psychological support because 
you, your clients are obviously like, well, what's going on? Like, um, what's going to happen? Am I going to lose all my gains? Is all this money I've invested in coaching going to go down the, the drain sort of thing? So it's not only providing the physical programming support, but also the, 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 the mental support that, that comes along with the whole virus outbreak, you know? Yeah, I think that's it. We should touch on that for a little bit, the, the sort of psychological support. I think it's been a really yeah. crazy time for everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we've got, to, we, we know kind of our business, we know what we do with our clients, but the, the greater society, world, yeah, around the globe, everything's just a bit nuts at the moment. I mean, no one's ever yeah. really seen anything like this before. And no. I just, I just find that's throwing people off. I mean, it's throwing me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, and I think when um, you perhaps invest in a coach, um, particularly, I think I'd probably say like 70 to 80% of my clients are very kind of like committed uh, to training and the lifestyle. And I think, and I'm sure that's similar with yourself. And it's yeah. when you're very, um, let's say, um, routine based, maybe a little bit on the uh, ASD spectrum, um, any change in your routine, daily routine, can be really, really, um, not necessarily psychologically damaging, it's probably a bit of a strong word, but very psychologically disruptive absolutely yeah yeah totally agree i mean i i I think everyone kind of feels uh, i've seen a few memes to this effect everyone feels like they had a great routine before all this happened yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've seen some memes saying um, does anyone else agree that they had their life together before this happened you know yeah (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, it's 100 percent. yeah and it's it's just unbelievable isn't it it's like (coughs) how i mean i talked about it with, with someone the other day and it's like how something that you can't even see physically yeah. how it can cause such a catastrophic impact globally, you know? It's, yeah. It's it, the mind boggles, isn't it? It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think what, what you were saying about sort of psychological sport with your clients, I think that's it. What I have seen, I have seen a lot of positivity coming out of it. And yes. I've seen a lot of people banding together because it is a really, really yes. difficult time for everyone. And, um, yes. you know, as you say, as in, and also what I, what I'd say for me is, in supporting my clients, I kind of get a sense of comfort myself as well. Of course. Yeah, of course. Because it shows that everyone's in a, as you say, it's bringing, it's that kind of com- camaraderie, that community, isn't it? Because yeah. everybody, everybody, and this is what I read. I think, I think it was Bill Gates, actually. I think he, he's recently just released a really cool article and it's quite, it sounded like, it's like 20 points of, to kind of learning points or takeaway points from this, this outbreak. And, um, you know, one of those points was, it's really stuck with me, was that no matter your background in terms of your ethnicity, your, your economic, your financial background, your, um, you know, your age, all these different kind of factors, no matter the differences, this virus has shown us that actually we're all in the same situation. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you've got. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, everybody has been affected in some way. Yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah. So it's it's crazy, and whether it was sort of Bill Gates that wrote that or not, I thought the points that kind of that, that were raised, particularly that point, was really good because it made me kind of realise that 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 you know we're we're all kind of in the same situation, and um, as you said, supporting your clients through this change um, of circumstances, I think does provide comfort to yourself. So yeah, absolutely, I, I agree. I've not seen the article. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I think, uh, I think the message is a good one. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of, I wanted to bring you back to one of the first things you said was 
uh, in terms of supporting your clients, what does a what does a virtual session look like for you? Um, <laughs> very different to what I'm used to. Don't get me wrong. When I was doing it, when I was doing it for the first couple of times, it felt a bit sort of alien. But um, I think once you get past that first session and the kind of um, the change, essentially, because it's just a change, um, it's not as bad as because I thought it was going to be awful. If I'm going to be completely honest, yeah. Um, but it's not actually as bad as, as yeah, it's not actually as bad as what um, what I thought what it thought it would be. I was actually just talking to to, to Maria just now, and um, I was saying that the sessions are actually going um, a lot better than anticipated. Um, however, on on her side, like she's like delivering kind of therapy sessions re- oh, remotely, brilliant. and she says that that that's that's probably more challenging than delivering PT remotely because sometimes the kind of video can skip a little bit and obviously if someone someone's disclosing something to you and they're 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 upset and you ask them to repeat it yeah of course you know it's kind of a bit like um whereas actually with with pt you say you're prescribing someone to do you know three sets of 12 and they're on the sixth rep and the video skips a bit it, it doesn't really matter as much. If yeah, you sense. can work around it, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've seen you. I've seen you PT, and you're you're very you're very attentive to yeah. the clients. I've always noticed that about you. Can in comparison, yeah, because I think I think like you say, you 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 you've got to be cognizant. It, hmm. What I've from the from the, the the sessions I've delivered so far, far virtually, it's actually more tiring than doing it face to face. Yeah, because you kind of almost giving running commentary for your clients and it's like you're making up for that deficiency in face-to-face contact so you know for yes. example you know someone that's blind their hearing gets really good yeah, yeah or you know course, yeah. you know you kind of your other senses make up for it it's kind of like that but in in pt terms it's and like I, I, suppose, I suppose you can actually communicate more as well because the gym's not really blasting out house music while you're trying to talk yeah. to your client <laughs> yeah yeah so you can you know you can give more pointers on technique yeah. um you know, and, and there's also things like um, travel time and things like that. It, yeah. From an economic perspective, it's it's actually probably better because you you're not having to travel and battle through rush hour traffic to get to the gym. Um, you know, and you can actually spend more time with your clients, if that makes sense. Well, that's actually led me to my next question. Um, are you gonna go back to regular coaching after this, or has this changed yeah. coaching for you? That's a good, good, good question. Good question. Yeah. Thinking, I thinking think ahead when uh, all this is yeah. over. I mean, yeah. we. I mean, because I've I've seen various people do that. You're the second person who's mentioned it. I've also seen a previous guest of mine, um, Harry Smith, and I've been looking yeah. at his virtual um, coaching online, and it just looks like a very impressive setup. Obviously, he's got his home gym, yeah. um, and yeah. so he's doing yeah. that in his gym while they're in their living rooms or in their home gyms or whatever. Yeah, and um, yeah. he says, yeah, you know, he says he feels it's going to change the face of one to one because he has he's no longer restricted by. Um, fees which the gym charges and actually yeah. gyms can charge yeah. quite a lot cool. um, yeah. something like I think some gyms I think JD is charging about 500 a month or something like that so yeah. that's you yeah. Know, oh, for, yeah. it's a fair whack of cash there before you've even actually made any money yeah rent they call it I mean a lot, a lot of places aren't quite as high as that a lot of privately owned places are a lot less yeah. but still the, but still know, the, those, those clients are still having, they're still having to pay a membership aren't they you know? exactly. so if they're if they're having to pay for PT or, or coaching and and you know, if, if it means them saving an extra 25, 30 pound a month yeah. um, and they can kind of get the same results as they would at a gym and, and you know, they might have to make an initial outlay of equipment and say uh, 300, 400 quid on 
kind of whatever we advise them to get as coaches. Yeah. Uh, but once the outlays there you know they've got that equipment forever you know and it's um they this is the thing faz and, and uh, obviously it's, it's bizarre that this has kind of happened because i remember a couple of weeks ago um we were talking about um home gym setups and yes. i was toying, <laughs> toying with the idea of of having home gym wasn't i you know yeah, that's right yeah, uh, yeah. obviously you, you've got one yourself and obviously I, I requested your advice because i was aware that you'd you'd had a setup in the past uh, when you was doing sort of more powerlifting stuff and um I, to be honest with you, I really wish I ordered all that equipment there and then because now literally everywhere is out of stock in terms of <laughs> Yeah, I've seen um, it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that's, that's another story. But obviously in the future, um, and, and obviously raising it back to the point of coaching is that if you're training a client virtually and they have um, children, for example, um, it, it's much easier for them to have a session at home because – they could easily, you know, if, if they're in the house, they could easily put their child to bed at, say, younger child to bed at seven o'clock, for example. Yeah. And then you could arrange for your PT at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Whereas if, if, if you're, and, and it could be in their home. Whereas yeah, you if your PT house, was, yeah. yeah, if your PT was at a gym and it was arranged, they'd have to maybe find childcare. Um, they wouldn't be able to leave the house, you know, because their, their child is there. So it's not just the fact as a, as a coach, where you're maybe having to not have that liability of paying rent. Um, but also as a, as a client, you know, you've got much more flexibility in terms of times uh, that you can train. Uh, you don't have to think about childcare arrangements, things like that. So I do agree with what Harry is saying that it's, I think this, that uh, obviously, you know, I'm a spiritual guy and that I believe that everything happens for a reason. And, and, and I think there's a lot of stuff that's going on. I mean, you only have to look at the changes in the environment since mm. this has happened. You know, there's, um, there's been significant improvement in, 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 the, in the environment from what I can see in terms of pollution and things like mm. that. There's, I think there's a mild number of different factors for that this outbreak has caused, but um, obviously it's devastating. I'm not saying that it's not a, a sort of, bad thing that's happened but i do feel that there is probably a reason behind this that we do not yet know about um and i think like you say people are being forced to work in ways that they never thought they could work um in terms of well from our business pt it's like we're all online now and we've got no choice you know we've got to kind of look for ways to to be to to be online due to this outbreak um Yeah, of course. And then, just, yeah. just want to just want to circle you back to uh, the sort of the time saving aspect yeah. of the gym. So, uh, since I've been training at home again, now I've I stopped training at my home gym setup probably eight years ago or so. Um, yeah. I had it, I've had it for maybe maybe six years ago, but it was basically when I stopped powerlifting. Probably more like six years ago. Um, so when I stopped, yeah. power, my entire gym setup was dedicated to powerlifting. So I had the power rack and the heavy weights and the barbells and the dumbbells and, and a heavy rack and all that kind of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. when I when I sort of detached myself from powerlifting, I also, in a way, detached myself from the home gym. Now, yeah. what I've been forced to do with all this is actually look at a range of different equipment types and a range of different exercises which i can do in my setup so i've added a couple of bits in like i've added some more bands i've added some d handles for pull-ups and stuff like that but what i have done is i've really explored the range of exercises that are available to me as a bodybuilder rather than as a power and it's it's made me kind of it's it's been a really good activity actually because it's made me re it sort of showed me firsthand from a beginner's perspective 
what would it be like setting up a home gym for a bodybuilder or a home gym for a fitness trainer or a home gym, you know, for a fat yeah. loss client? What would it be like? Like, what would I want? And actually, I can see this, this, you can accomplish quite a lot with a limited range of equipment. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's pretty good, actually. So I'm glad I've had yeah. that experience. And now, in a way, when things do get back to normal, I'm not sure I can see myself regularly training at a, at a commercial gym again. It's, um, it's, it's, it's crazy you say that. It's crazy you say that because I was having the exact same conversation on a walk this morning with Maria. It's like I said, um, I think, A, I think gyms are going to lose a lot of memberships. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very difficult for gyms, I think, to get back up on the feet after this. But also, B, I think, like you say, I think, in, definitely myself, I'm, I said to her straight away, I'm going to invest in gym kit. When, once it's all in stock again, I'm going to invest in gym kit and have a home gym. Because it, it, I'm not sure if you can sort of agree and, and, and relate to this. It's, it's, I think the benefits of, of just being able to literally nip into your garage and train. Oh, yeah, is, totally. It's just so cool because you can, you know, and, and there's so much, so much flexibility there. You know, you can do AM, PM sessions, yes. you know, without well, too much disruption. Well, that was the thing I was considering. So I was thinking at this stage, you know, obviously having a lot bit more sort of home time. Mm -hmm. I was thinking I could even initiate a jog in the morning and this training session yeah. in the evening. Could even do two a days. And then you reduce, exactly. all that, you reduce all that travel time as well. Because if you were going of to... Course. For me, it's about a 20-minute drive to the gym, and that's relatively close. And uh, if there's traffic, you know... If there's traffic, exactly. So that's, that's 40 minutes out of my day, which I know doesn't sound a lot, but if you can save that 40 minutes back, of course. that's of course. basically almost a full training session. It is, uh, and you've exactly. got And you've got that back. And so for me, for my schedule, so um, generally when I finish the day, it's about probably half, four, five o'clock. I can actually fit in a session before my six o'clock meal and then I'll yeah. have another meal at about nine, half nine. I'm off to bed after yeah. that. So yeah. it gives me that, it basically frees up my entire evening. Whereas usually if I train at half seven, I'm eating and then I finish eating, get ready for the gym and basically about half six, seven o'clock, I'm going to the gym ready for my session at 7.30, seven o'clock. And then I'm there till about probably, I don't know, nine o'clock. I'm back for about yeah. 10. So that's my whole evening got gone. No this relaxation. Is it, this is it. Yeah. This is it. And, and, and I'm sure people listening to this podcast can relate. Bodybuilding is, is a very, very, very selfish and consuming lifestyle. Exactly. Um, yeah. So if there are ways you can um, reduce the selfishness and time spent, i.e. being more time efficient, yes. the better. Because obviously the, your loved ones and your family and your friends um, are more important than, than the lifestyle, you know, because, you know, the family and friends. And if you can save 40 minutes a day you know to spend extra time talking to your mum you know extra time talking to your child you know and it's it's time that you'll never get back and uh, and yeah. you know me when when we've when we've when uh you know me as a, as a friend and also as a coach you know i've always been one to look at ways to try and um maximize efficiency yes. uh, and you've helped me to do that in the past you know because yeah. obviously having having a family and stuff you don't you, you're really cognizant of not wanting to miss out Absolutely, yeah, uh, definitely. And I think I think if we kind of expand on that, it's not just the time, then it's the tiredness after it because you're not only training, you're training and then you're you're driving in traffic. And yeah, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. driving, some guy cuts you up, you, yeah, yeah. Or you <laughs> take you take that tension back home, all that kind of stress, stuff does affect yeah. it's a stress now. And then also if we look at the other side of things, let's look at the, the money saving aspect because people will be people will be hearing us speak and they'll talk because yeah. I worked out for my home gym, how long would yeah. it have taken me to have actually broke even on the home gym? And yeah. I spent, initially, I spent about three grand on the home gym. Yep. And I remember at the time, I was paying a membership, 
had a, a decent gym. It was, it was, memberships were a bit more expensive back then as we look at about 12 years ago. Um, yeah. And I see, I seem to recall it was roughly about four or five years I would have broken even on just gym membership. You see. Yeah. So yeah, for see. about, for about four years, I actually did train in my home gym, just dedicated in my home gym because uh, I, I was mostly just doing powerlifting. Um, yeah. And, and that was during a time when I was busy commuting as well. So I got my money back there. Now, I'm looking at the gym now, which is 12 years after I initially bought it yep. and probably six years after I last used it and it's still there. It's perfectly fine. It's been, yep. it's been in my garage, dry, clean. Yep. I went yep. into the back. I just started training this week and it's there. Now. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah. And you know, and you've not, and you've not, um, you, the, 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 the equipment's not getting trashed, is it? Because it's exactly. just essentially you yeah. using it. And, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not being funny. Obviously I'm not, um, I'm not an, an expert of epidemiology or anything like that, but you know, if these if these viruses mutate or, or reoccur, hmm. you know, you don't know how often the lockdown is going to happen in the future. You know, yeah. So if if you're equipped for, you know, it sounds like zombie apocalypse. Or something, <laughs> if you're if you're if you're equipped for, yeah. you know, um, these situations and these scenarios by having your own home gym, you know, why not outlay that investment? absolutely yeah definitely i mean i i spent that money uh yeah like as i say many many years ago and i was yeah. i was less financially yeah. secure then and yeah. uh, but i i saw it as a nice commitment a nice a nice yeah. thing for for my future and uh it's it's weird it's weird enough but my my niece took an interest my little she's two and a half years old almost three years old same as you Ruben, actually yeah she took an interest in joining me in the gym uh they, yeah <laughs> and i you thought see. to myself you know what we're gonna do I mean, you know, she just wants to have a look around, you know, but we're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to show around. And, and I thought, you yeah. know, one day, you know, I'll pass yeah. that on to them as well. So of course. It's, of course. Quite, it's quite a nice thing to, to think about, really. Yeah, it is. And it was the same with, with Ruben the other day, like when I was training in the garden. Um, my setup's not nowhere near as good as yours, but it's, it's, it's going to get me by for the next period until yeah. I buy more kit. And um, he was like actually encouraging me to get the, the, the weights out of my, my garage. He was sort of yeah. saying... Uh, daddy lifting weights daddy lifting weights <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all learning for them isn't it yeah it is exactly well, you know? so so here's moving on to my next question then let's kind of help us out and help the audience out with what type of equipment are we looking at buying what would be a decent yeah. time to have set up it's it's funny because we kind of had this um this discussion fairly recently didn't we didn't yeah. we when when i was looking at getting some home investments i think firstly as you say it's important to look at um the individual client i what are their goals yeah. um as you say because if you've if you've got a powerlifting client or if you've got a bodybuilding client or if you've got a client that just wants to keep fit and healthy um, you, know, you know that's it, actually that's actually an interesting question because i I, I've not asked you what your client base looks like. So let's yeah. just, let's, it, uh, at, at the moment, because we've not really touched base on coaching for about a year. No, of course. So. No, so no. Just, just, give me, just give me a quick rundown, because I'll say from my perspective, just from my perspective, yeah. the majority of my clients at the moment are gen pop, I would say. Yeah. I've got, yep. I've got a decent stable of competitive clients, but I'll yep. say, which span across different sports. But I would yep. say probably, I say, well, majority is maybe a bit unfair. I'd say about half are gen pop. Yeah. Um, what about you? So, so mine's probably twenty-five percent um, who have aspirations to compete mm-hmm. um, in bodybuilding specifically, um, or kind of physique. And then I'd say seventy-five percent general pop uh, that are just wanting to, um, you know, improve their general health, their cardiovascular health, 
um, and also um, want to just improve their physique from an aesthetic perspective, but not necessarily um, have any desire to step on stage. So yeah, I'd probably say 25%. Um, okay, so let's, um, let's start with GenPop because this, this podcast hmm. isn't just about bodybuilding, as you know, it's, it's a broad range of topics. So let's start with GenPop and let's maybe later on we'll add on some bits for bodybuilding. So let's talk yeah. about basic stuff for GenPop. What, what would you want to see? Because yeah. you'll have a good insight into this being having yeah, professional sessions yeah. already. So what I, think you... it, I think, like you say, it's, um, I think the mo- and I saw you did a post on this. Um, I think it was on your story um, talking about the, the, the training being progressive. Um, and that, yes. is, that is key. Um, so if you are training from home, um, there has got to be a way of, 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 in some form, making it more difficult than it was yeah. yesterday um, over, over time as well. Um, so I think all these kind of body weight programs and stuff are great but there's going to be a point where you're going to have to graduate to um, well this is it i'll just say that at this point for for anyone listening like i'm i'm happy with what people are putting out because they're doing it out of the generosity of their own hearts you know yeah but what i will say is we can probably do better than just a gazillion press-ups and squats and burpees a week we can probably do better than that and there are people out there who are putting out some very good information on using lighter weights with resistant bands and how to make yes. this actually progressive. And if you're yeah. a bit, if you're, and I'll, and I'll say, um, and I'll give a quick plug to adding pins here. Um, yeah. Chester, Chester's wife, she's been doing yeah. some great stuff on her stories for bodyweight calisthenic exercises, similar to yeah. myself. She's a lot more advanced yeah. than I am though. Um, but how to actually progress on those and, and use yeah. your own body weight to make things yeah. progressively yeah. harder because, yeah. you know, I mean, a push up. I'll, I'll give it i'll give it to the audience like if you were if you were at the gym right now would you pick a weight and do 100 reps of it and carry on would you stick with that weight for the next three months you <laughs> yeah, wouldn't exactly. so so why are you sticking with the same exercise mm-hmm. and just doing more mm-hmm. of it so it just makes yeah. No sense yeah. yeah and you've got to yeah you've got to look for ways to make it progressively harder but um in terms of like have you say as a home gym setup um it's 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 obviously um, client dependent, but, but I think general, in terms of general pot, um, a a you've got to have the space. I think, um, so I think either, you know, you've kind of got to either have a potentially have a garage or at least somewhere in your house that that has sufficient um, space. I'm not talking about loads and loads of space, but you've got to have sufficient space, and then depending on how much space you've got that will um, kind of dictate what I'd say, I'd, I'd say at the very least perhaps do something like you know Joe Wicks has done he's got a living room and he's emptied it out a little bit maybe taking a sofa yes. or, or and not everyone's going to be able to empty it out but perhaps put it to one side yes just get yeah. a bit of or maybe just have a tidy up and just get the table out yeah. of the way yeah and have a nice yeah. clean living room at the, yeah. very, at the very least one thing one thing I think is is, um, is good is, is essentially having a set of dumbbells um, that you can add load to up to a certain point um i think dumbbells are very very versatile um i actually ordered some um adjustable dumbbells myself which are plate loaded ones i've actually you've got a pair i've I've seen them in your garage that's right um you know the ones with the olympic bar they're very good very good yes load them so i've ordered ordered a set of them they'll probably they'll probably arrive next year (laughs) but um i have ordered a set and i think that, that either those or i know there's the um kind of um, power block ones or the other, yeah. other brand. Uh, there's a few brands out there, but they're very expensive. But if you've got the money, um, 
they're very good because they save space. Um, on on so that note, on that note, I'm just going to pick your brains on this. So, um, mm. Mike Israel came under a bit of fire recently. Um, so he was on a podcast about five or six days ago, and he said that if you can't afford a pair of dumbbells, you probably shouldn't be doing anything more complicated than push-ups and squats and you you probably shouldn't be fo that focused on working out i think that's kind of roughly what he says now he caught a lot of flack for that because people were saying well it's a very elitist attitude towards things particularly particularly in the climate we're in now now he did come back and sort of clarify what he meant and all he simply meant was that you know if you don't have access to, if you can't afford dumbbells then perhaps you're better off just you know putting money back into your savings rather than trying to skip together resistance bands and stuff like that yeah quite against the use of resistance bands. now i wanted to just kind of mention that because you know we don't want to we don't want to come across as trying to be elitist in terms of equipment so no of course not but what we i just want to clarify what we're trying to do with the audience is we're trying to discuss what would be a decent setup so we acknowledge that as we have you can do stuff with body weight only um, we, I've mentioned adding pins doing some fantastic stuff. Also, myself uh -huh. and my stories, I've been releasing a bunch uh -huh. of bodyweight stuff. And I see on your stories, you're releasing bodyweight stuff where you've been doing yes. stuff yeah. on, on your trees in your back garden and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want to just want to point out to the audience that we we're we're perfectly happy with people doing bodyweight only exercises. Nothing against that. But what we're what we're discussing right now is just if we were to build a setup, like what what would that look like? That's all. Yeah. Yeah, what would be the the, the the ideal scenario with the ideal kit? Exactly. And I think, as you say, I think um, I think dumbbells are are. So if I if I if for example, if you gave me if I had two thousand pound, three thousand pound at yeah, my disposal, exactly what right. Would exactly. I buy? Exactly, exactly. So, so just I just wanted I, to clarify I, that for the audience. But yeah, let's. let's yeah, definitely. On. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, there is a lot you can do with body weight, but we're looking at scenarios here where people have that cash to invest, essentially. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, I think I think adjustable dumbbells are, are key. Um, I think a bench um, which you can adjust kind of upwards, so incline and, and decline. So like just an adjustable bench doesn't have to be an expensive one, but obviously it needs to be sturdy enough. Um, then 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 it's then it's um, it's it's a difficult. It, and it, again, it depends on um, the person's. Uh, it depends on the person's. Um, I'm trying to say kind of individual um, position. So we spoke about this, um, me, and, me and Faz recently. I was looking at getting a power rack um, because obviously they're, they're, they're quite versatile. You can do quite a lot with them. Um, you can get ones where you can do pull-ups, chin-ups, dips. Um, then obviously you can do your squats. You can do bench press on them. You can do all these sorts of exercises. But then actually... Um, we looked into it further and, and squats aren't, aren't, aren't really um, the best exercise for my um, kind of anthropometry. So kind of like my uh, limb length, basically. Yeah, I'm not yeah, best. Yeah. I'm just not the best squatter. And it, yeah. I, it, it's more of a lower back exercise than it is a quad exercise for me. And it's just, it, it's, it's, I feel it's, it's a lot of that is down to like my, my limb length. Yeah. So it, actually in my situation, I would probably be better off getting a leg press slash hack squat, like the ones that can kind of turn into. Yep, two. I've seen those. Yeah, um, you know, I think that there's a company called Body Power that, that do them and that are quite reasonably in price. Um, and then having an adjustable bench with adjustable dumbbells um, alongside that. So obviously, with my um, with my session, so I'm just taking it from from a per personal perspective. Um, I would probably invest in it in a 
in a hack squat and a leg press combination so that I can work my, my legs effectively. Yeah. And then also have some adjustable dumbbells, a bench, and then obviously a seven-foot bar uh, with, with plates. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be, um, and then obviously solid flooring if you're yeah. going to be, you know, you may want some rubber flooring so that it's all sort of safe and you're not like so destroying just, it. Just to pull you back to the equipment then. So I'm just yeah. looking up at some, looking at some prices up. And what I've seen here is I've got a, generally the leg press hack squat machines are going to run you about a grand so if we yes. with our original budget of two two thousand pounds yeah we can fit that in as the majority yeah. of low body training because you can also do calves on there you can do reverse yeah. hacks yes on you there. can so you get a range of different leg equipment and the the um the, the 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 adjustable dumbbells that i purchased the plate loaded ones i got them um for 185 pound yeah so that's you know that's pretty reasonable i believe a bench would cost you cost you a decent bench will probably cost you 150 pound yeah they're not pricey really so we're still well within our budget the, the weights after that will, will cost you a fair bit so you might want up yes. to maybe i mean let, if we're if we're using reasonable form and we're reasonably yeah. strong you might yeah. want something like a total of perhaps six to eight twenties i wouldn't yes. really think you need that much more no no and then obviously with with um either i'd either suggest some squat stands or um, some kind of ones that can go low enough so you can do also bench press. Would you would you, would you really go for squat stands if you've got the leg well, pack squat combo? Well, maybe in, in my situation, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, in somebody else who um, kind of maybe is, is, a, is a squatter, for example, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Built for, and you, you'd adjust the investment, wouldn't you? You'd probably not even bother with the leg press hack squat combo. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. in If we're not using sort of a leg press hack squat combination, I'd quite like to see perhaps a Smith machine in there. Because in the Smith yeah. machine, you've got the safety yeah. catches. Yeah. You're in the groove. And as, as we know, I mean, I know you're a fan of the Smith machine as well. Like, yeah. I, oh, quite I, like, it, yeah. Yeah, I quite like the Smith machine for most yeah. things. I can bench on there. I can yeah. row on there. I can even yeah, yeah. pull-ups on yeah. there. Split squats, you know. Yeah, so yeah. If, if we were to look at an alternate setup, let's say we, we didn't go with the leg press hack squat combination. By the way, I'm looking at what I could see over 450 quid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, actually wow. tempt, I'm actually tempted. <laughs> I'll send yeah. you the link later. <laughs> but uh, in any case, so um, if we weren't to go for that setup, we would we could potentially look at a Smith machine. Now, if we had a, if we had someone who squats decently well on the Smith machine, pulls well, benches well, yeah. presses well, what else yeah. are they going to need? That's it. They're, 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 and the only thing I'd say about a Smith machine is this is this was just my concern, and it depends on the height of your garage and the height yes. of your uh, thing. Smith machines tend to be very high yes. in terms of um, height. So if you are to order one, just make sure you do measure up um, because this was the thing that was dictating my decision. My shed kind of garage um, it's quite big, but it's just not very high. Yeah. So I was going to struggle getting a Smith machine. So that's why I was looking at, at, at power racks. Because yeah. they, you can get you can get like special ones that are shorter. Well, I tell you what, I sh I saw one which would really suit you quite well. This is another option for our for our audiences. You can get a half rack which actually attaches to the wall. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, yeah so you've got yeah. all the safety features because the the extend the safety uh, bars come out, and you can take them yeah. off so they don't you know they don't interfere with you. But you can actually drill it to the wall. And then oh, awesome. it's, it's the weight still goes down, so the weight will still be supported by the floor, but the balance uh -huh. is just drilled into the wall. So as long as you're not wrenching it out of the wall, you should it should be nice and safe. Um, and so that's Brilliant. you know that's that's another option. So if we look at if we sort of try and summarize it for the audience, you've got what we're looking at is perhaps three to four main options. 
And so we've got we've got sort of a leg press hack squat combination with perhaps a bench. Now that would cover yeah. most things. And then yeah. you know, some of your alongside all of these options, you've got some of your accessories, your your dumbbells, your bands, and stuff like that as, as additional extras. Yeah. Not necessities, yeah. but additional extras. The other option would be a power rack, which is yeah. still still a fantastic option. I mean, I'm I'm yeah, of course. with mine. Uh, it doesn't take up much space. There's no, there's nothing that can mechanically go wrong. Whereas no. the machine, there is a leg press hack squat. That was another, yeah, that was another consideration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can go wrong. With it, then you've got a Smith machine, which is, you know, you can pick them up reasonable prices these days. The, if you're yeah. looking at ones which are uh, previously owned, I mean, I'm looking at one right yeah. now, which is 700 quid, and that's by Nitrum. And Nitrum's yes. a classic. Yeah. So you've also got half Smith machines as well, which have got open top, kind of like a half rack. Yes. Yes. And then and I'd say they'll be shorter in height as well, won't they? So. Exactly, they are. This one, this one is shorter in height. Yeah, it's about again, it's about a grand. So those, yeah. those are your biggest outlays. Your biggest outlay is going to be something which is going to either going to be for the legs or a rack or a Smith machine. I think those are your biggest yeah. options. And in terms of which one you choose, it's really a case of well, which is like you were saying originally, which is going to suit your body. Yeah, hundred percent. I think either of those would be good options. Yeah, and then you've also then obviously once you've you've invest, invested you've got that kit and there's no meat it doesn't mean to say like you're looking at kit now so it doesn't mean to say that you're forever going to just have those bits of equipment oh yeah you know you, course, yeah. you can add on you know you can buy your easy bar you can you know yeah. you can buy your, your leg extension ham curl if you've got if you've got space maybe even a seated calf raise you know this yeah I and mean, i was looking at a uh, sissy squat bench um yeah only, only about you can get some, you can get heavy duty ones which are more expensive but the one i was looking at was only about 100 quid and uh, it was rated to hold about 160. So that would be my body weight plus an additional, you know, 70 kilos. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to load up the squat bar. Um, and most of that pressure is applied downwards. So there's no, there's no real moving parts to go wrong. So, no. yeah, you know, there's a fair bit going on there. So I think we've covered, if you've got a decent bit of money, we've covered that. Also, I just want to say, just repeat the point that you made earlier about having a solid ground, solid padding. On the yeah. Floor. Because you can really mess with, like in my old house, I really messed with the floor pretty bad. Um, <laughs> uh, with that, we had to had to fix that before we, before I sold it on. Actually, but, I think I saw a video of it on yeah. like, training there on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah. Like old videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's. I, I kind of feel like I want to cater for the average Jim and Joe who's at home, like right now, and possibly for the next few months. God knows how long it's going to be. Yeah. In terms of those people. The people who are out there rushing to buy bands, rushing to buy whatever, and they, they don't really know what to get. What what would be the best options for them? Assuming we've got a little bit of money to play with, but not too much, because it's it's going to be something we're going to do in our living room, let's say. Of course, of course. If that's the case, I think um, I think like you say, you you probably you. I personally think dumbbells are very 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 versatile. Yeah. Um, if you've got if you've got the money to buy some dumbbells that that probably go up to a loadable weight, it, again it depends how strong you are. So you've kind of got to yeah. um, for females, obviously that that weight's probably going to be lower. Um, for men, you want to have that weight's going to be higher. So for example, the ones that I ordered went up to thirty five kilos a side. Yeah. Um, and in my, I know what my strength level is, and that's probably. As much as I'd probably be using, they're quite uh, pricey, aren't they? Really? I mean, I'm looking at yes. a set now, which is 200 quid for four pairs, 10, yeah. 16, 20, and 30. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So you've got to, I think, like you say, you've got to think about it. But I think dumbbells are, okay. and I've seen like all the resistance bands that are going around. You can yeah. get different adjustable ones. But I, I think 
I don't know. I didn't listen to the podcast with Israel, but yeah. if he kind of said that he's not really keen on resistance bands, um, I think I'm kind of the same. I, yeah. Again, if it's the only thing you've got, it's the only thing you've got. And if it's the only thing you can get hold of, it's the only thing you can get hold of. But yeah. I think having dumbbells or having um, a barbell with, with, with weights is, is probably the um, better option. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, there's things like kettlebells, that you can buy and things like that, but I think dumbbells pretty much do the same thing as a kettlebell anyway. Um, yeah, I think so. I think I think if we're this this type of audience is probably going to be the type of audience who's going to be more keep fit, um, yeah. Sort of you know body toning and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Rather than body so I think like you say a better better bench as well is essential. But you can you can look at things at home that you could potentially use for a bench. Yeah, of course. Um, for, for the time being, I mean, I've not even got a bench, and I'm using one of those. Uh, you know the step up boxes yeah. that you can that you can buy. Um, they're kind of really cheap. They're like plastic boxes, and I'm just using one of them uh, for a bench at the moment because yeah. I, I can't get hold of any kit. You know, yeah, yeah. so yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. You've I, got I, to look at around yeah. the house, haven't you? And make do yeah. with what you've got. I mean, I've seen people doing um, like side lateral raises with um, not shopping bags, but kind of like um, rook rucksacks almost, and just loading. Yeah, one of one of weight. one of one of my guys is doing the routine that I wrote out for him, but with two liter water bottles in each hand. Yeah, <laughs> so you see, yeah, um, yeah. but I, I suppose I suppose if I it gets a bit sort of um, I don't know, depressive almost talking about what people can do, you know, at home with limited budget because people are going goes. through financial hardship at the moment. I suppose I suppose it's probably a good idea to to end this particular segment on by saying that there are plenty of bodyweight things you can do, which are challenging and progressive. Uh, and there's of course. people putting out that type of information that I am on a weekly basis. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah. Mark, you've been in your stories. Now, yeah. I'll just, in fact, while we're here, I'll do a quick plug for what I'm doing. So, uh, many years ago, I used to be quite into calisthenics and stuff. This is a long, long time ago. And I learned some of the progressions. Um, and I got to the point where I was doing some reasonably impressive stuff, nothing too crazy. I was lighter then, so it was easier, of course. Um, uh-huh. But it, it's, it's a case of the progressions. And there's anywhere between 12 to 16 of these progressions to take you to fairly advanced gymnastic movers. Now, what I would want to see people do is pick up at the progression they feel they're able to do and then move along at least a couple of notches on these progressions over the next few months uh-huh. because that way it's progressive. Now, not everyone's going to get to the point where they can do a pistol squat or a one-arm chin-up or a one-arm pull-up or handstand push-up. Uh-huh. Not everyone's going to be able to do that in two or three months. You know, that, that might be a two, three-year goal, but it's more a case of can they work through the preceding 12 to 16 progressions which take you from complete beginner to the point where they can do something which is an improvement for them. And that's the key, isn't it? Because that's the whole thing of what we're talking about is having something which is progressive. So just a bit of a plug there for, for what I'm doing. I'm going to be releasing videos um, every weekend, which are going to be edited and just show the first couple of progressions for each move, just so you can get going. So as long as you've got to keep up with them, make sure you do them for a good amount of volume. And then over the course of the next sort of three months, you should hopefully all get to the point where we are doing those elusive moves, like a one-arm chin-up or a one-arm pull-up. Uh, even even myself included, hopefully, but I'm not sure if I'll get there. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but I'll certainly show people show people the how. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I can do it uh, at my age and body right now, but we'll see how it goes. And that's I think. But I think hopefully that's kind of a positive message to to course, yeah. that section. On just to say that it what we've talked about is we've talked about what me and Mark have talked about 
originally there was how to build a home setup but once all this mess is clear and the equipment is available people are back in jobs and the economy is, is getting back on track in a sort of situation for the long term kind of like what i did you know however many years ago 12 years ago and then we kind of discussed a little bit about equipment for what we might suggest over the next couple of months but the reality is if you're not able to there are still plenty of ways to get good workouts in with just your body weight alone and it's not a case of that's all you've got then don't do anything you know you can still do stuff and i do encourage people to do stuff for their mental health, and health yeah 100 yeah yeah awesome I think that was a, I think that was a, a pretty good chat, wasn't it? On uh, we ended yeah. up talking about uh, what to do the what to do the uh, global lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of progressed quite well, didn't it? You know? It did, yeah. So uh, we'll end on a little bit of chat about you, Mark. Um, yeah, yeah. What uh, once this is all over, and it will all be over at some point. Um, yeah. What are your bodybuilding plans? Are you going to carry on just trying to just just do your thing, improve as a coach, or any competitive plans? Yeah, well. Um, it's funny you say that because um, there's that there's there's that show in um, Derby that's now been cancelled in May. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, and apparently they're doing a, a, a men's physique um, category. Yeah. Um, that which is the first time they've ever done men's physique. Okay. Um, it's a non-tested show, so I'd, yeah. um, obviously being natural, I'd probably be up against um, people. Yes, yeah, all sorts kind of using. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know whether to maybe just give it a go. Um, maybe next year, just for a bit of, not to say a bit of fun, just to see, you know, see how my body has changed and developed over the. Yeah, when when's that on then? Is he going to put that I back on next year? I think it'll be. I think it'll be next bank holiday May. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Potentially, potentially. Um, well, you know what? Here's but, here's here's an idea for you. If you do that, I'll do it with you. We'll do it together. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll do it together. Yeah, that sounds okay. all right. Yeah, yeah. It's local. It's local, isn't it? We could both just call it on. Is. Do no, I, think? I might I might do the classic section. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and as you say, we don't necessarily, you know, if it's I say it's a bit of fun. Uh, yeah, it's a bit probably of fun, both, isn't it? You know, we can we can get into decent shape um, yeah. and see how we get on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's an idea. It gives know? me something. Gives me something to aim for. I, I can't really see myself competing this year, so it gives me something to aim for. Sure. Did, did you? Did Were your plans to compete yourself this year? Yeah, so at, at some point, the plan was September, but then I thought to myself, um, that was mainly because I had that plan set in motion two years ago when I competed, was to yeah. you know, have a good off-season and compete in September. But the way that I'm looking at it is with my age, I'm basically reaching the limits of the Open category, and I'm reaching the yeah. of the Masters category. So I may well be better off just getting lean this year, because I think that's healthy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, getting, getting nice lean, getting all the fat off, getting nice and healthy. And then next year, it'd be in a good spot to actually maybe do a competition you know in the beginnings of the open category of the, of the masters category yeah yeah that would be the idea wouldn't it really could be you fun know? yeah it's a bit of, it's yeah. local no travel time we'll yeah. get ourselves in shape yeah. and why not yeah. <laughs> exactly i yeah. think like saying then um hopefully by then might have well i know you've already got one but i might have like a home gym set up as well so yeah um, maybe give me a little bit more time to to actually train because we're saving time on travel <laughs> yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome well yeah that that sounds like a fun thing to to get to do then i think that'd be kind of fun yeah yeah <laughs> right mark well i'll let you yeah. i'll let you crack on mate but thank you for no, that's on. fine yeah and, uh, right all the best cheers right all the best cheers see you later